Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara and welcome to The Bay. Local news to keep you rooted. So back in January, KQED Supervising Senior Editor Ted Goldberg got this email. It was a press release from the folks whose job is to basically make sure our air is clean, the Bay Area Air Quality Management District. But this press release was hard to understand. There were these technical words like stipulated order, just a bunch of technical non-human speak about something that went down at the Valero oil refinery in Benicia. I'll just be honest, as a reporter, when you first see things, if you don't understand them, it makes it tough to really understand the gravity of the situation. But there was something there that made Ted curious. He started calling around, you know, reporting, and then he got a hold of an air district official. And he explained to me the massive amount of refinery gas material that had been admitted into the air since 2003. And that is when I was shocked. For 15 years, Valero's Benicia refinery was secretly releasing dangerous levels of hazardous chemicals. Air district officials investigated this in 2018, but the local community is just now finding out that this happened. Today, how and why almost no one knew and what's being done about it. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find the link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. 
And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Valero is a major oil refining process facility it's located in Benicia, which is in Solano County. It's the only major refinery in Solano County. They make up a significant portion of our energy sector, not just in, in the Bay Area, but the state of California. It's, you know, located in an industrial park. You know, a significant portion of Benicia's economy relies on that. There are a significant number of jobs that feeds a lot of the economic vitality of that city and is a major player in the city's politics. Okay, so this refinery plays a pretty big role in the community. Do we know why this happened? So one part of the refinery that is very important is the use of hydrogen. That's a chemical that is used in refineries and part of their process. Basically, there's a system at Valero whereby when the refinery needs more hydrogen, it supplies it. But when the refinery needs less hydrogen, instead of sending that hydrogen into the rest of the facility, it has to vent it out. The air district determined that not just hydrogen was coming out of that vent. For years, these other toxic chemicals were as well. The air district investigation found that from December of 2015 through December of 2018, the emissions at issue here, which are called precursor organic compounds. This includes benzene and other toxic chemicals. They averaged about 5,000 pounds of day. That's nearly 350 times the daily limit. Oh you know, the average concentration during that first year of that period was 19,000 parts per million. That's more than 60 times the level set by the air district. And then years ago, the air district said to Valero, you guys need to stop this. It's got to, you, you got to find a way to just be venting hydrogen. Valero said, okay, we will put in a fix. The fix was helpful, but it did not correct the problem altogether. So much less emissions are taking place than they were, you know, years ago, but it is not 100% solved as far as I understand. How dangerous is it? So a variety of chemicals were released over this 15-year period one of them is benzene. That's probably the more common or popular chemical that you would have heard of. That is a cancer-causing toxic chemical. When the Air District did a study, they did say that there were elevated levels of that chemical and that it could be a problem. We ran some of this information by the Solano County health officer and by another health expert, and it sounds like the danger or the risk of disease or health ailments specifically because of this particular release is fairly low. The health officer in Solano County, Bela Machas, noted that often the prevailing winds in that area push a lot of the refinery gases away 
from residents. It was also over a very long time. Um, and so while there was a risk, health experts say it was a fairly small one. I mean, I can't imagine that hearing that makes anyone feel any more comfortable that this is happening, though, especially if you live in Benicia. Well, I think the sense there is, okay, we would have liked to have known. Right. You know, if this was going on for such a long time, let us study it in real time. And I got the impression from Bela Machas, the health officer, that that was something that should have been done. It doesn't excuse the process. It doesn't excuse the failure to adhere to standards. And it doesn't provide any excuse for the fact that the city of Benicia was put at some risk uh, as a result of these emissions. Valero went for years not reporting these chemicals to the air district. The air district, when they found out about it, for several years, they didn't tell anybody. And I think folks just say, hey, look, you know, you've, you've made the call that this was not an extreme health threat. But we didn't know it was going on for years. And that's the problem. You need to disclose this kind of thing, you know, more efficiently, ostensibly. I, mean, I want to move on to the kind of transparency element of all this. Who did know this was happening? Several air district officials were involved in this for a long time. The information that the air district has put out indicates that they were working on this quite a bit. And then in the last couple of weeks, they held a, a virtual hearing with the public and they had a number of people in that meeting that were completely in the loop about this. So the air district knew, Valero knew. As far as I can tell, I don't know who else knew besides that. Who didn't know about this problem? Almost everybody. The public, the entire city of Benicia. I reached out to every single member of the city council. Four of them got back to me to confirm that they were unaware of it and that they were not happy about it. On top of that, the Solano County Public Health Officer, who is in charge of the health of the residents, he was unaware of it. There's another county agency in Solano County that's in charge of inspecting and auditing Valero, and this department was also unaware of it. The only agency that I've been able to determine was in the loop about this, aside from the Air District, is the U.S. EPA. And I have asked them twice to tell me what they knew and when they knew it, and they have declined to comment. The Air District has said we are in touch with the U.S. EPA to see if these emissions violated federal law. Why is the federal EPA informed on this, but nobody at the local level? That is a very good question. And it's unclear to me when the U.S. EPA found out about it and what they knew about it. They say we don't comment on potential ongoing investigations. Um, that's actually not true. They, they do sometimes comment on ongoing investigations. But in this case, that's something we do not know. And I'm hoping to find that out. You talked a little bit about this already, Ted, but I mean, why did it take so long to find out that this was happening? A lot of the rules that we have in regulating the refining industry in the state of California are reliant on the industry to report that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when you hear information about a refinery investigation, it's because the company did a root cause analysis and they're showing you everything that happened. Well, Valero wasn't telling the Air District for years that this was going on, since at least 2003. So it wasn't until an inspection by the Air District that they found out about this. 
one element of this, I think, is Valero wasn't telling anyone that this has been happening, but also that the Air District knew about this for about three years, right, and didn't tell the public about it. Why Why was that the case? The Air District says we didn't tell the public because we didn't want to hurt our investigation. That's not satisfying North Bay Congressman Mike Thompson. When he read our story, he said the public's health is at, is at play here, and the fact that this wasn't communicated to people is something that should be investigated on its own. The industry is saying, we're turning a new leaf. We're going to be more transparent. You will see more of these enforcement cases in the future where a lot of this stuff is aired out in a way that it wasn't before. That's the argument I think that they're making. They're saying, look, we hear you. We should be more transparent. And we are. And they've said, you know, this Valero case is not the last case that they're going to be coming out with in the way that they've done now, where they're saying, okay, we're, we've done this investigation. We're showing you what this problem is. And we're forcing this company to pay for it. I want to talk about reaction to this, Ted. I have to imagine that for the people who live in Benicia and near the refinery, this is infuriating to hear. I want to start with the people in power. What are they saying about this? So Mayor Steve Young, he was upset to hear about this in a press release. He and several other members of the city council have said, look, the air district you know, inspects the refinery often, how could this have gone unnoticed? So on top of the fact that they were unhappy the air district didn't give them a heads up over the last few years, I think they're also a little upset that, you know, we have a a system in place here that's supposed to catch these things much earlier. The city, I think, wants, you know, more information faster. Um, And that, you know, has been an argument, you know, that's been made about previous refinery accidents at Valero. This is not the first time that Benicia's city leaders have been unhappy that they were left out of the loop on something. Do we know whether Valero will face any consequences for releasing excessive levels of hazardous chemicals in Benicia for more than 15 years? The Air District has said they will be fined significantly for it. When asked for a particular number, they said they don't have that yet. This, ostensibly, if things move in the same direction, will not be a settlement. This will be a fine. The amount, I don't know, you know, they've not set a specific number, but, you know, they've at least said to the public that we're, we, we plan to fine them and we expect it to be a significant fine. I mean, Ted, what makes this story, you think, different from... Any other story about these large companies polluting the Bay Area? Not that we like shouldn't be talking about this, but I just feel like at some point it gets tiring hearing the same story and like nothing seems to be different about these incidents and and there's rarely accountability. Like is there is there anything different about this story? I think the Air District would say This is a difference because we're telling you about it in a significant and detailed way. Yes, they kept it secret for several years. Yes, it went unnoticed by them for an even longer amount of time. But this time around, they're saying, look, we've heard from the community. We have to do a better job of making sure that the public has more details about our refinery accident investigations. And they're saying this is the first now, this is what they're saying so that we need to you know, see if it actually does end up happening. But they're saying this is the first time we've done something like this, where we've brought a refinery company up before the independent hearing board. We've laid out 
all of the things that they've done wrong, for all of the years that they did it wrong. And now we're going to ask our independent hearing board, okay, force this company to do something and we're going to find them and we're going to be in touch with the federal government to see if they've even broken other laws. That's the image that they're trying to get across. And that to me, if it pans out, if we see this over and over again, could be a considerable change in the way air regulators do business as it relates to regulating the oil industry in the Bay Area. Ted, thank you so much. Anytime. That was Ted Goldberg, Senior Supervising Editor for KQED News. And just for some insider knowledge, that basically means that covering oil and gas refineries is not Ted's day job. It is actually a passion of his, and he's always tweeting about the latest public health and safety violations by these local oil and gas refineries here in the Bay. So if that's something you care about, I recommend you give him a follow on Twitter at Tedrick G. That's T-E-D-R-I-C-K-G. This episode of The Bay was produced and cut by producer Maria Esquinca and editor Alan Montesilio, who scored this episode and added the tape. If you like this episode, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or telling a friend about it. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara. Thank you so much for listening, y'all. I'll talk to you next time. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.